Welcome to Femboldened, a podcast where inspiration meets aligned action, where science meets spirit, and where you've landed to enliven the bold within you. I'm your host, Angelica Pascone, women's empowerment coach, specializing in helping heart-centered, high achievers like you shatter their personal and professional self-built glass ceilings. Get ready to awaken to your truest potential as we dive deep into the emboldened stories, wisdom, and medicine of our fellow sisters to energize you into living your bold. The question is, are you ready? Let's get started. Emboldened. Hello, hello, and welcome to Femboldened. I am Angelica, your host. And I'm just so grateful that you have landed here, that you're here with me, past, present, future. So just so excited to have you here. My intention for Femboldened is for it to be a space where the heart-centered woman, conscious men can come to be inspired, to take bold action in their lives to make their daydreams actually a reality, to light and ignite that fire in your belly. I'm here for the visionaries, the change makers, the ones who they call crazy. And this podcast is here for you to take and run with, for you to hear the stories, the wisdom, the medicine of our sisters, of our brothers, so that you can catalyze these stories into knowing that, yes, I can do this too. Whether it be quitting that job that you can't stand, or perhaps it's jumping into a relationship that feels scary because it's unlike anything else that you've ever experienced. Or maybe it's creating your own podcast. This has been a thought in my head for quite some time, and I'm just blown away that it's become reality. The only thing that's separating you from your dream life, from that thing, that thing that's lighting a fire in your belly, is one bold move, one bold step. And the funny thing about bold steps is the more that you take them, the less scary they become. Not the less bold. All bold things are bold. There's no weight in the bold. But the more bold things you do, the easier it becomes. And it's like, it ain't no thing. So the old, big, bold thing, like quitting your job, is not as scary when you've taken the bold leap of making self-care a priority, of asking for what you need, for saying no to the things that you don't want to do, for canceling obligations. All those little bold steps make the big bold step so much easier. That being said, my intention for today's episode is to share some what what I think is the biggest bold step I had made in my life. And I plan on sharing more, of course, throughout this podcast journey. Um, But yeah, I wanted to start with my own 
my own story of bold and how that's had a domino effect on the rest of my life to where I am today speaking for all of you (laughs) on this podcast, who I wouldn't have guessed two years ago that I would have started this podcast. So anyways, um, yeah, you know, bold was scary growing up. Bold was the girl in class who is wearing, uh, you know, the things against dress code. Um, Bold was, you know, honestly, bold was bad, quote unquote, right? So if you, you could stay, you would be, ultimately, you are safer if you don't stand out, if you follow along, if you do what you're supposed to do. But ultimately, I followed this path. I followed what society told me to do, and I wasn't happy. I think a lot of you can relate to that. So I graduated high school, top of my class. I went to college. After college, I got my master's degree. After the first master's degree, (laughs) I got the second, constantly looking for the sense of fulfillment. To back up a little bit more, to give you more of my story, I grew up a very intuitive child, and I plan on weaving in my intuition within within this, this podcast as well and within my own stories. But you should know I was a highly intuitive child. I would see spirits. I swear I could talk to animals. I had premonitions that came true. I was the kid that freaked out my parents <laughs> in a good way. I was very gifted. And like most gifted children, I suppressed those gifts because it was weird. Because I was shown that it wasn't safe. I shouldn't say I was shown. I was told that it wasn't safe. So I suppressed those gifts. Now, fast forward. Second master's degree later, I'm a physician assistant. Graduated again, top of my class. Was the first to take my boards. Knocked them out of the park. Landed my first job in primary care. Was really friggin' good at it. Like, really good. I hear that my patients at that practice are still asking for me. (laughs) Multiple providers later who've replaced me. And I married the love of my life. And then I realized, gosh, this, you know, I I might be good at what I'm doing. I might be really good at being a physician assistant. I'm probably one of the best providers out there for my patients. But I'm exhausted. I'm doing my best. And I have nothing left to give myself. I have nothing left to give my family. I had this realization that, goodness, if I if I want to start a family, where will I have time for my for my children? There is no time for me. There is no time for my husband. When will there be time? And I remember, I think we were on. Yes, we were on our honeymoon, uh, my husband and I, and I. It was nice and relaxed. And these words came out of my mouth that I didn't expect, that I didn't plan. And I looked at my husband and I said, listen, I'm not fulfilled in my career. I don't know what that means. I don't know where I'll be going. I don't know what 
that life looks like. I'm just letting you know that I'm open and I'm going to be experimenting. And it was almost like the universe at that point said, oh, okay, here she is. Let's give her all of her gifts all at once. So that fall I have, I had what I call my spiritual awakening. I was seeing spirits again, full force, hearing voices, uh, talking to plants, tasting music. My husband had thought that perhaps there was something mentally wrong with me. I am okay. I'm on the other side of it. But that awakening really springboarded me into action because I had opened up to this whole new world of what was possible, of what existed. So long story short, uh, luckily those gifts had died down a little bit. I still have really amazing abilities. I fully embrace the fact that I'm a multidimensional being, that I'm here to serve those change makers and the visionaries that are doing the big things, leading the world into uh, raising, leading the world into a higher vibration, excuse me. So I totally embrace that. But what that awakening had allowed me to do is realize how uncomfortable I was fitting in a box. How gifted I was, how, I guess, the capacity I had to heal and how that was shrunk down into a career that was making me feel small. It wasn't allowing me to, to heal those that I served to the best of my ability because I had to follow protocols. I had to have the ICD-10 codes. I had to fit everything in in a 15 to 20 minute visit. So soon I was reading all these books to help me understand my awakening. I learned the word empath. I started to understand my psychic abilities a little bit more. And it was after reading a book about being an empath that I followed the author on social media. And one thing led to another. And I found myself in my first ever mastermind. And in this mastermind, I had the courage, the bravery to make the big, bold leap out of my career. And I did so with support of the other women that were in this mastermind. I, all of a sudden, now that I entered this new realm of living, I had access to people all over the world who thought like I thought, who felt like I felt. And I didn't feel as alone anymore. And it's something I reflect on often, the fact that I applied for, I mean, before I applied for this mastermind, I, I had applied for a retreat that this author was hosting. And really that opened up my world. It made the world seem less big and less scary because I had access to all these beautiful souls all around the planet. And it's something that I have, you know, of course, what one meeting leads to another meeting of a beautiful soul and another and another and another. And in, in these meetings, I was able to feel safe in my authenticity and who I was. And it's made 
quote unquote, coming out of the witch's closet so much easier because I've done it so much. Um, so anyways, the big, bold move was leaving my job. I will say that that was the f- not the last time <laughs> I left the career of medicine. Um, I had entered it later on. But it was the biggest and scariest thing I've ever done. At that point in time, I felt like the world was crumbling. My world was crumbling but also expanding at the same time. I questioned everything, but I did it anyways because I was so uncomfortable with what I was doing. It clearly wasn't working. And there was just so much tension and so much friction within me that there was no way to go but out. So I made that big, bold move. And ever since that day, I continue to make big, bold moves. And again, There's no bold move that's bigger than the other. They're all big because they're slightly uncomfortable. They're just outside of your comfort zone. But they get easier, just like anything else that's new. And every day since then, I have been able to say, what's one bold move I can make today? So that's one of my stories. My big, bold move, I am eager to have so many beautiful people on this podcast as guests sharing their bold stories, their bold wisdom, their bold medicine. And I really do hope that it inspires you to take action. We need more bold people in this world. There's too many of us following the shoulds of society, the shoulds of our family, the shoulds of our generational traumas. Be bold. The world needs you. Again, I'm so excited you're here. So excited you're here. So excited that you've landed. And I really want to hear your insights. Feel free to either leave a comment below or email me at angelicapascone at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here. Wishing you the best bold journey. Mm-hmm.